1: Welcome to Simplify Chaos. This is Jillian, one of your hosts, and I'm with my husband and co-host Nicholas.
0: What's going on, folks? We hope you all are having a wonderful week. We've got a rather fun episode here for you all today, and it's also going to be great. (laughs) Jillian, what kind of shenanigans are we getting into today?
1: I don't know what we want to call this, but like, give me three. What three? It's all about uh, questions. Answer me.
0: (laughs) Answer questions. Your top three
1: yeah something something on that on that uh yeah that how, it, how
0: it's going to go down is we've got three questions to ask each other and we have to give our top three answers for those questions
1: we have more than three questions well it's
0: a total of six we have three questions to give each other three plus two times two people equals six anyways there's six total questions It'll be fun.
1: Yeah, I did not make sense with that math. I'm like, wait, what? There's six questions I don't understand.
0: Well, I'm asking you three and you're asking me three.
1: Oh, we're not answering
0: all... Well, no, we're going to answer them. (laughs) My goodness, we really thought this one out, folks. We're answering all six questions. Yeah. Anyways.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, I just don't understand your logic.
0: (laughs) You'll get it when you hear it. But before we dive into this craziness, Jilly, what are you grateful for this week?
1: Oh, you go first. Shit. Man. I'm I'm still like thinking about your thinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, all confused.
0: I'm grateful for my new shelves in the garage.
1: Oh, yeah. They are pretty handy.
0: Yeah. Well, if you all are longtime listeners of the podcast, you'll know that in our previous house, our garage wasn't really the place that you would call a minimalist garage it's basically was a storage unit that had a lot of stuff in it and i refuse to let that happen here at our house so we still have some things we got some things that we really no longer need they've been in boxes in the garage since our move but there are other things that we do need that i need to get out of boxes so i can return the boxes to my uh my brother-in-law but yeah, we are we are building up in the garage so that we have some more space and potentially maybe putting a car in there over the winter. We'll see. I don't know. It might nice. be in the works. But otherwise, you know, we're gonna stay organized. We are gonna stay true to our simple life, our minimalistic values. And the garage is no exception. So I was really excited to to buy some heavy-duty shelves this weekend and start stacking some things on them bad boys.
1: That's so good.
0: Yeah. What about you, Jilly? What are you grateful for this week?
1: Um, I'm just grateful for, I guess, the selection of just wineries, cideries. Breweries. Oh, hell yeah. Yesterday, we just had this... Was that yesterday, right? It was yesterday. Okay. So um,
0: yesterday was Sunday, for those of you. We're recording on a very stormy Monday night, so you may hear some rain or thunder in the background. But yes, yeah. yesterday, we, we hit up a really awesome cidery.
1: It was amazing the cidery was just gorgeous beautiful and our company was just as delicious as the cider and it was just an overall just a great fun day the weather was beautiful and our new friends that we have here in charlottesville are just so kick-ass and just align and just kind of flow with us and it's really cool seeing our kids play together and yeah they had a good time yeah i mean it just checked all the boxes of like nature um alcohol, friends, conversation, laughs, play, like all of it. It just, it felt so good. So I'm really grateful for all that.
0: Yeah. And for the being almost the end of October, the weather has just been perfect. I mean, I was out in shorts. It was a nice 75 degree day. Yeah. So we'll, we'll take this while we can get it. Even though Mm -hmm. I am, I am yearning for some fall weather. I I do love having the windows open now Mm -hmm. and I hope it lasts a little bit longer before it gets really cold. But, uh, We'll take these nice weekends when we can get them.
1: Yeah, it's great. Um, I'm excited to bust out my flannel when the time comes, but I'm also like, I'm digging like the warm vibe still so we can like put our feet in the water and it's not like crazy cold, but it's like, this is cool.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, um, we've got a rather interesting episode here today where we will ask six total questions and we will give answers to all those questions. Thank we'll you. have our top three <laughs> answers for each of those. So Jilly do you want to kick it off or do you want me to kick it off
1: oh I think I'll kick it off
0: alright All right.
1: hopefully this is fun and interesting.
0: sure yeah no I mean I've got some serious answers and I've got some not so serious answers
1: and if anything if this was fun for you guys maybe you could do this with your partner or friend and yeah. just get some really cool I don't know conversation some reflection I'm always down for like deep conversation uh, okay so let's do okay what are three things you love about yourself
0: sure well, the first one's very easy. It's got to be my hair.
1: <laughs> Your hair is I'm starting off with
0: comedy on this one. Yeah. Um, I'm 39 going on 40. And A, I feel very lucky to still have hair. I'm not balding anywhere, which is, is nice. And if I was, it would all be gone. Um, but yeah, I'm one, lucky to still have hair. And two, that I have hair that Likes to do stuff when I put some product in it. Oh my god.
1: Say by the bell. What was the principal's name? Belding. For some reason I saw I kept thinking it was Principal Balding. Oh.
0: I I was like, Where are you going with this?
1: I have no idea why that popped in my head. I guess it may have been a joke in the show. It may have Sorry. been a
0: joke, yeah. But um no, I'm I'm very grateful that I've I've got a healthy head of hair. Very few grays, but those will probably start popping in more as Lucille gets older and starts inviting boys over to the house. Cheesy. I'm kidding. We're not fast-forwarding that much. Uh, but yeah, that's that's number one. Uh, number two, I think I, I really love my OCD. And I know a lot of people might not love their OCD, but I actually really like my OCD. Like It's not overly obsessive and compulsive but it's it's just enough where like you know I I can move some things around and I'm sure that's one of the things you really love about me too that I'm always screwing the caps on the the toothpaste all the way and and straightening out like it's just like these little ticks but it's like not overly compulsive so like I really kind of appreciate that about myself because I think it helps keep me tidy too and helps me with my uh, minimalistic values it's like just getting rid of stuff when I see it that I don't need anymore. So
1: I'm excited for it as well, because I feel like we have a really clean house because you can't stand clutter and chaos, yeah. you know, in things. So that benefits me tremendously. So thank you.
0: Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> and my last one on the third thing that I love my, about myself is my ability to adapt. I think I'm, I'm pretty adaptable to, to most environments. Um, And it makes things a lot easier. So like no matter what's going on, you know, if it's meeting new people or put in a situation that's new or unfamiliar, um, you know, we try to, to go with it and make the most out of it. I think that's, you know, one of the the really nice things about us together is that, you know, we're able to adapt together and kind of go with the flow. So that's my, uh, my top three.
1: You didn't mention your calves. Nope. That's that's beautifully a, defined calves. That's we what sh- you that's what you love about me. <laughs> I should have put
0: that question in there. I know. Well well that's we got we can do this in a future uh, episode if yeah. this turns out, all right. Yeah. Well, Jilly, what about you? What are three things that you love about yourself?
1: Uh, for some reason I put this first on my list. This is not in any particular order, but I just wrote dancing because when I dance, I just feel so phenomenal.
0: You dance often.
1: I, but I mean like I really go crazy when we're at weddings and we're going to be having a wedding in November and I'm hoping that the music is on point because I'm really looking forward to just busting a move and I sound so old saying that but um, I'm excited to just dance uninhibited inhibitedly is that a word oh yeah <laughs> so yeah dancing it's just because it you are me quite the good.
0: dancer there the
1: Chords twisted yeah. there we go um, something else I love about myself is my ability to pun it up Oh my God! Pretty you're the queen, organically, queen of puns. <laughs> pretty organically, and I'm grateful for my dad, probably being the lead in dad jokes and just embracing that on me at a young age.
0: Your ability to pun is a gift. I the the how quick you're able to come up with them is just <laughs> outstanding to me. Like I would never be able to do that. So Ugh. that is a gift that you have.
1: Thank you, sir. And um, another thing that I love about myself is my ability to immerse many things into one creation Ooh. um like in teaching i was one of those it came very natural to me and a lot of people would always ask like how like how did you think of that i could just find a way to combine science and art and health like all together and um come to find out i did take a like a person we took a, like a personality slash what's your gift you know gifts and that that was like you know you are very good at immersing in multiple things and learning about them at a time and that's kind of how i function like even when i'm in the kitchen like fridge dump meals are my favorite because i can see all of these different things and i can kind of picture and experiment with how to combine them all together to make this like one beautiful dish and um yeah
0: yeah, some of your creations there are just like, I would have never thought to do that. And you're just like, well, we were trying out something. And, and anytime you try out something, it seems to work out well.
1: Yeah. And if it doesn't, I'm just like, well, shit, I'll, I'll try again next time.
0: <laughs> it's very few and far between when things don't work out as planned.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I usually try to like taste test however you want to take that in the middle just to be like, all right, this is sucking. So I need to steer in a different direction. So I kind of like, you know, dive in a little bit. Halfway through and whatever I'm doing, just like test the waters. I'm like, all right, we're going to go a different direction or keep going. This, this is going to be great.
0: Hell yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, now I guess it's my turn to ask you a question. What are three things you value that you learned from your parents?
1: Oh, okay. Um, first I'm going to say, um, my dad and mom both were big on just they always shined a light on our creative side they're always applauded it always enforced it um, motivated us to just stay creative and you know be our funky artsy selves because my sister is the same way and just my dad was always a big proponent of just outside the box thinking on like use what you have you know you don't have to buy get things new all the time. He always had this quirky way of looking at things and making the most of it. So I will I don't know why I kinda mesh them two together. But like outside the box thinking creative side. Yeah. Was always really reinforced in our home.
0: That always that'll explain your uh your fridge dump.
1: Yeah, I guess so. And um my dad and my mom were always big on like moving our bodies, whatever that was, um, we were always taught that like moving our body was very important and attitude is everything. Like my dad coached us throughout my whole life, basically every sport I played except for when I was on a swim team. And he always instilled like, be a good sport, like show up with a positive attitude, try your best. Even if like you may not have been the best at that sport, he always said that as long as you work hard and try your best, you're going to find what you can do and just do that really well. So I'm just... Very grateful for my dad and my mom instilling that in me. And I guess my dad coaching me all the way and <laughs> everything, even in college. So thanks, dad and mom. Um, and the last one I put is this may not seem vital, but I think it's it's key to like me as an adult now. Like my mom instilled home rhythms in me, like cooking home cooked meals most nights. Um, she was a big proponent on every Saturday morning. She was cleaning and that just instilled me to like clean weekly bathrooms, laundry, and it makes less chaos for me as yeah. well. Like, so I'm grateful for seeing her do that and being involved in it as much as like, I did not want to dust and do all this stuff. Like seeing her do that and that in me and just the importance of family time. When we had dinner, it was like, we always came together. No matter what that looked like, we always stopped, turned off the TV and we were, we were always like brought together just to like talk and like, just see how our day went. So I love those those values that they instilled in me, and I feel like we're kind of carrying them on now in a different way, yeah, but um it's definitely kind of helped keep the sanity I think in adulthood for sure definitely but yeah what what are three things that you value that you're that you learn from your parents
0: sure and and a lot of it just kind of has to do with the stage of life that we're in right now and you know I think number one was just how to communicate with your partner like you know my parents never really argued all that much like it was once in a blue moon that they would you know have an argument but you know for the most part like they were both great at communicating how they felt and you know things that need to be done um so you know that was one of the things that i was able to learn is that um communication is key and and, and really kind of leads into the second thing and, and it's just the importance of having a partnership with your your partner or your spouse um you know and, and and part of it was the communication but you know they had three boys and um sometimes we had to be in three different places with with two parents and you know they never complained about you know one having to carry a load more than the other um, when it comes to like household chores and stuff like that you know they they did their thing if one person cooked dinner the other person would do dishes and vice versa and and that, you know that's a staple in our house right now. Like that's, it's exactly what gets done, but like, you know, they made everything seem easy. And I think it's because number one, they communicated and number two, like they just were a true partnership. So like, you know, those are two, I'd say big things that, that I took from them. And then the last one is, you know, really just how to be a good parent. Like, right. That's the stage of life that we're in right now. And, and, you know, they were, Great parents, they still are great parents. Um, you know, would would do anything at, at you know the drop of a dime for us, and I want to do the same thing with Lucille. So like, I've taken all all of that from them and mm. and more. That's awesome. Yeah,
1: we're pretty lucky. We are oh, very Absolutely. fortunate. All right, so let's get into the next one. All right. Okay, what are three things that parenthood Ugh. has taught you? So
0: I've got some some good lessons here, and you may hear some repeat with some of our, our later questions here, but number one, and I think I've learned this relatively recently, is that I still need to work on my patience. <laughs> you know, um, it, she's growing up so quickly and, and now asking just a ton of questions, and you know, at three and a half is when they start pushing boundaries and stuff like that, and And I realized that and and it's just one of those things where at some point I'm just like, oh, my goodness, when will this end? But like, you know, try to show patience with with her. Um, You know, some days are are easier than others. But, uh, you know, I think that kind of goes hand in hand with with like the next thing that I was going to say is that um, because she's asking so many questions that it is okay to ask questions, I think, as we become adults or as we're growing up. We're told not to ask questions about certain things, and certain things are taboo. And and you know, right now she's she's innocent and hasn't been. She's innocent. Yeah, (laughs) she hasn't been. You know, corrupted as far as like what? Yeah, and so it's just really cool just to see her ask anything and everything Mm -hmm. about any subject. And you know, if you really want to get to to the root of something or how somebody's feeling or why they do the things that they do. You have to ask questions because not every time is people are going to be an open book and you know just give you all the answers that you you need to hear. So like, it's okay to ask questions. And I think this is another one that that we we'll probably share, and I you know would imagine that it's, it's in your top three. But like, she's really shown us how to like look at the world through a kid's eyes and and just kind of see things as brand new rather than having these biases that we have all the time. It's just really cool just to see her discover new things and the way that she like notices things and makes you notice those things as well. Like it's walking down a path and seeing a mushroom, like probably not looking down, you know, I'm probably looking up or around and, you know, she's looking in different areas. So it's just like to be more observant on things. So she's teaching, I mean, that's just scratching the surface. I mean, she's teaching us a lot, but you know, those are the things that, that stood out to me. And what about you, Jilly?
1: Um, very much the same. Um, I think number one, she taught me to actually think about what do I value most in life? Yeah. I don't really think I questioned what my values were until we were trying to conceive. And I was just like, made me really think like, man, my time and energy is so fucking vital. Like now that she's here, it's like so precious than I ever thought. And it really made me question and like, have those conversations with you and like, keep that question going on like what do we value just strive in that direction it's kind of made our lives a little easier knowing what we value um my second thing is just how amazing nature is like you were saying she's made me reappreciate the beauty that is around us every day and just truly notice it observe it and it how healing it is and how powerful it is and it's just so wondrous and beautiful and like you said she notices these tiny small things like a smile, like a tiny ant or you know a dead bug and she will yeah. be so fascinated that it's dead and like why isn't it moving and it's just like man you know it, it just makes you stop to really notice the small little things and appreciate them and the last thing parenthood has taught me among many is just to flow versus force mm, she has, has taught me to let go of control and i kind of had a head start with teaching for 12 years but man letting go of control and just letting her lead the way has been it's just so amazing once that happens and you your expectations are always exceeded if you think they can or can't do something or what they're going to say or respond it's just amazing once i start following her lead and stop trying to control everything and plan everything out and just kind of go with the flow versus like do what I think a quote unquote good parent or, you know, to, to get them to quote unquote behave in a way I want them to, <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like so many things, but yeah, definitely to flow more versus to try and constrict and control.
0: Dig. Yep. Awesome. Mm-hmm. All right, Julie, we're halfway through here. The next one's for you. Okay. What are three things that. Your partner, a.k.a. me, Nicholas, (laughs) has taught you.
1: Nicholas, you have taught me to be a better listener, and I've always said that. Don't make your joke. What was that? Um, Huh? Yeah. You are truly the epitome of, like, a great listener. You give eye contact, and you know you're listening because you'll say something that I told you like a week ago and like your memory isn't impeccable as well, but you just truly are a great listener and I can observe it when you're communicating with other people as well and how you react and respond. And I didn't think I knew how to communicate until watching you that it's mostly about listening and less talking.
0: There's a, there's a good book, uh, how to win friends and influence people. Uh, by Dale Carnegie, which is, I I read that book and I, and I had already started doing that, but it really just kind of reinforces that's like the thing to do. And like, you know, what's the most important thing that, you know, people like to talk about themselves and the more you can get them to talk, you know, the more you get them to open up and, and really understand who they are. So like, yeah, I, I think that's, it's important to listen and, you know, I'm one of those people, like if somebody's talking and, and I want to interject and I, I might start saying something and, and then they kind of go back in, then I, I stop. Like, you know, it's, I, I want to hear what they have to say. And that that actually took a lot of effort, um, you know, because sometimes depending on what the, the subject is, you might want to raise your voice and, and you know, kind of talk over. But I, I retreat and, and, you know, it's not a dominance thing or anything like that. It's like I just I want to understand. So, like, I'm going to listen. It
1: takes a lot of patience. I know it you does. said you had to work on patience with Lucille, but you have a lot of patience when <laughs> I it got comes-
0: other areas that I got to work on <laughs> in, you- in my patience department.
1: Oh, uh, just you know, we'll just tilt the patience crane in the communication. No, no, in the Lucille department. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, got to force that in, uh, that focus there.
1: Um. So yeah, you've taught me to be a better listener. Um. I think you've kind of showed me how to. I guess come out of my shell. I, I feel like I was considered myself an introvert. I was very shy as a kid and never wanted to talk to strangers or like new people or like call anybody. And like, especially like my dad would make me do 411 <laughs> phone calls and I was terrified. And I Does anybody cry.
0: remember what 411 is? Right. Oh my gosh. Where's our young crowd at? Oh my gosh. Y'all know what the 411 is?
1: <laughs> Sorry. No, no, it's funny. Cause it's not really a thing now. Um,
0: I don't think it is. I don't know.
1: I've never, I haven't dialed 411 in ages. (laughs) Anyway, you've just kind of helped me become more, more social and be bold and not be frightened by going up to people and, you know, igniting conversations or I don't know. I had a lot of fear in that before and you kind of helped me that in that department. And then, uh, um, I will say, um, I had how to be a true partner. I'm like, well, that sounds kind of lame, right? Um, I don't think it's lame. So, but I like this one better. Just to do a job 100%. Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm kind of like, just get it over with. Like, it doesn't have to be perfect where you're like the OCD person, but it's so inspiring watching you. Like, when you do something, you are in the zone, you're focused, you want to do the job right one time so you don't have to go back and do all these other, you know, fixes or touches. So that really, that speaks to me because I'm kind of the opposite. I'm kind of like, eh, I'll do like an 80% good job, whatever, as long as it's done. But you kind of instill more of like quality work versus just quick and get it done. So thank you for that. And yeah, you're a great partner, so whatever. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean, for me, like, it's important, like, to, to kind of understand the project you're tackling and, and read ahead so that you're not taking longer, you know, it, it, it actually take a few minutes to read the instructions. Your job actually goes quicker than having to actually go through and then keep keep reverting back. So like, you know, that's, yeah, I, I can't stand not doing that stuff. Like I have to finish. Yeah.
1: I guess you do a lot of preparation before anything where I'm just kind of like, I'm just diving in and I'll figure it out along the way. So it's, it's interesting. Um, so you kind of help instill a little bit to mesh it with my, my way of doing it to kind of like, just take my time and be like quality.
0: Oh yeah. Do, it, do 110%. 110%. <laughs> All right. So, Jilly, you've taught me a couple things here.
1: Ooh.
0: I've narrowed it down to three. <laughs> uh, number one, you've taught me how to embrace my weirdness.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Yeah. Aww. Like, I think it's like... With you in a one-on-one situation, it's very easy to embrace my inner weirdness or my weirdness. Like I think it was apparent on our first date that I felt very comfortable and could just be myself around you. But like, it could be a lot harder around other people as well. And and you know, you've I've always thought you were like just a very quirky person. Like even before we started dating, which I loved. Like I I was drawn to that. Like I was attracted to that. I mean, obviously, I was attracted to your weirdness. But like. I think it was just one of those things where in, in certain situations I, I would maybe hold back and be a little bit more reserved, but now I'm just like, Yeah, whatever. You know, I don't care what other people think. Let's let's do this. I mean this would, <laughs> what we're doing on the podcast here. We're oh. we're certainly embracing our inner weird when we're on here. Like y'all know a lot about us and we're not holding back anything. This is this is who we are. Um, so yeah, I wanna a thank you for that. But mm. yeah, definitely that Um, Second thing is you taught me that it's okay not to have a plan. So a little bit of a reverse here, which is not planned at all. Um, (laughs) And really like it's, it's, I think about our vacations and how our best vacations are the unplanned vacations and really like, it goes all the way back to our honeymoon and maybe even to, to some of the trips we took beforehand. But I mean our honeymoon, we went to Hawaii for ten days and had maybe one thing planned the entire time. And the rest of it was like, you know, we're gonna see where, where the the vacation takes us and we've kind of planned most of our vacations like that. Now we do plan we have to go to a place where there's food and we know that there's good food there's good cocktails like there's there's things that we have to have within that but like we're not actively like saying we need to be here at three thirty, and then we're gonna go here here like we try not to to fill that up and and not that i was a planner to the sense that i was planning everything down to the to the hour and the minute um but like just being able to to do things spontaneously like just to say hey you know i'm feeling like going out and grabbing a drink somewhere. I mean, I'm just giving an example and just like, yeah, let's do it. Like being flexible and being able to not have a plan has been great. So yeah, being more spontaneous, I would say. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then last but not least, this is not maybe something you've taught me, but I mean, it's something that, that you just make me want to do. And that's just be a better version of myself. Like, you know, you're always, I see you writing in your journal and, and, you know, always doing things to improve yourself. And, you know, it's just one of those things that it kind of rubs off. Like, you know, it's just like, and part of the reason why we started this podcast too, it's like, let's talk about this kind of stuff and let's put it out there in the universe and see what happens. So like, yeah, you've you've really pushed me to, to be a better Nick in, in our relationship as a parent and all those things. So yeah,
1: that's awesome, babe. Thanks for sharing.
0: No problem
1: okay all right you get to hear me talk some more yes all right what are three things you want to improve or learn
0: all right i'll keep these quick because I, i think it's it's uh pretty straightforward number one i want to read more and not just like articles and stuff like that like when i say read more i mean like read more books i have intentions to read books and i just don't really pick them up um I want to do better at that because I think there's a lot more that can happen. Like, and articles are great. There's a lot of information in them, but I feel like you can get much deeper into a topic or a subject if you pick up a book that's you know 120 to 300 pages. You know, they're obviously getting really deep into subjects when, when you have something like that. So, yeah, I want to read more books. Um, I want to get kind of playing off what what I just said. I want to get better at reflecting on my day writing it down and and you know be better at at goal setting like i have it down there but i need to get better at checking in more often um and third kind of going back to just a reoccurring theme with me patience and road rage (laughs) like my road rage isn't off the charts like i'm not going to get out of the car and beat the crap out of somebody that's just not who i am and that's not what I'm all about. Um, I do follow the golden rule. And that's to make sure that you don't hurt anybody. And Is that
1: the golden rule? Yeah, <laughs> do unto nice others as yeah. others do to you. I don't yeah. even know.
0: But uh, yeah, um, just need to work on it. Because you know, as Lucille gets older, she doesn't need to see me calling somebody a fuckface. face. <laughs> Or hear me calling somebody a fuck baby, so, yeah. Hunty McUnterson? Wow. Well,
1: <laughs> my favorite
0: one. Yeah. I said it once. Babe, do own your
1: weirdness. It's hysterical. It I think yeah. it's hilarious if you don't. It's cool. I mean, she Did was I?
0: that day. At that time. That's yeah. It's brilliant. But you've come up with this really cool thing to saying, well, maybe the guy has to take a shit. <laughs> the reason why he called you off, cut you off. So, <laughs> we've been having some fun with it, but I, I still have to harness in harness the good block back that's right <laughs> what about you Julie? what do you need to improve or learn
1: um i'll i'll keep it short too i don't have to like really dive into why but um, just setting boundaries for myself and communicating them just without having guilt you know motherhood guilt i think is like a thing um just continue improve and just like finding who i am throughout motherhood i think sometimes it can be you can lose yourself in motherhood and i'm yeah. like I'm just like dedicated not to like to know myself better throughout the process of being a mom. And then I just want to improve and just letting go of fear and
0: loving more. I like it.
1: Yeah. So yeah, pretty short and sweet.
0: Harness good, block bad. Yep. (laughs) All right, Jilly, we are down to the final question. Mm. Three goals you want to accomplish in the next five years. All right. So
1: I, it's like all over the place, these topics. So travel, I, I want to travel to at least five new cool places we've never been to.
0: We can make that happen.
1: I know we go to a lot of similar places that we've been to before. So I'm like five new experiences would be dynamite. Um, and I think we kind of talked about this before off the podcast, but I want to have a big 10 year anniversary party at Um, a winery or a cidery. I want it to be like a big wedding bash without the bill. I just want it to be like really chill. Like we just ran out of space. We invite like everyone we know and just say it's like, you know, bring your own snacks. (laughs) We'll we'll have some wine or cidery or whatever. But like something really cool just to get people together. Not to like treat everyone because we don't have all this crap tons of money to, to spend on like another second wedding but I don't know we
0: got 3 years to make some money on <laughs> It's true now that it's a goal maybe maybe we should monetize <laughs> this podcast <laughs> <laughs> kidding um,
1: now like i said i love dancing so i just want to have like a big epic bash to just celebrate 10 years of marriage because it's been a really fun ride and i think it'd be really cool to celebrate all that hell yeah um and my last one it's just kind of lame but it's important to me i want to find a way to just contribute monetarily wise to our family right now I don't have a job and you know I process what what it means to not make an income I like processed what my worth is as an individual as a mother <laughs> what I contribute I know I went down this rabbit hole of just like who am I what do I bring to you the have table the greatest
0: job on the face of the earth and that is raising our daughter I know. not alone but like yeah. during the hours of nine to five But
1: I, I want to find a way to like have fun and do something I love, but still like bring something to the table financially so I can set some aside for myself and, you know, kind of keep putting in some, some financial things in our accounts to like savor for whenever. And yeah, so I think those are realistic and exciting goals for me. Oh yeah. What about you? What are, uh, what are three goals you hope to accomplish in the next five
0: years? Number one. Get new podcast equipment. Yes. Yeah. Jillian and I have been sharing a Yeti microphone for almost three years now. And it's been great. But I want to step our game up a little bit in the audio department. Um, So that's going to force me to learn a little bit more about audio stuff. Um, So growing there, learning some new skills. Um, Number two, and this is a pretty hefty one. Um, but I'd love for us to buy an investment property. Um, basically, take the the money that we made off of our selling our home in in Maryland and trying to find uh, some passive income there. I know managing um, an investment property can be a headache for for some folks, and it, it can be for for a lot of folks. Um, but you know, we see it as an opportunity for us to potentially build and and own some property further on down the road, but yeah, for now it's it's a good way to, to make some passive income. And last but not least, I want to figure out a good side hustle. Like I love my job and what I'm doing right now, but I think there there's some side hustles that we can do that would be pretty fun besides this podcast, which is not really a side hustle at all. It's a project yeah. that we just really love doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just kind of figuring out something on the side that maybe, um, I guess it has for has to do with me trying to find figure out what I, uh what lights my fire I what mean, i'm passionate about you're
1: so really good at facebook marketplace and we make money yeah
0: that. yeah that's a good let's just sell all our shit <laughs> no you're,
1: you're really good at like listing things yeah. like pictures like you're all about like creating that beautiful like you know you want to buy me
0: <laughs> it's about the photography and then about how you describe mm-hmm. the you know you want to make sure that people can see it in their own home so like yeah yeah yeah, people short sell the description, but let's see, you've got you to gotta get a good description on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, I love it. It'll be interesting to, to start selling down here. I haven't put anything on Facebook Marketplace since we've moved to Virginia, so I'm just wondering what that looks like. So maybe we'll get something on the, the Facebook Marketplace this weekend and yeah. test the waters. I think that'll be fun. Do yeah. it. Do yeah. Do it, it, Lars. All right. Well... We hope you all learn a little bit more about your host here. Um, you know, we've been an open book the last three years, but we thought that this would be... A, well, Jill came up with this and thought this would be a fun exercise, and, and I concurred. This is something a little bit different than what we normally do. Um, so we really hope you enjoyed that. Um, today, we do not have any resources, no quote of the day, no take action challenge. Well, your take action challenge is, is to maybe... Uh, have a similar conversation with your, your partner, your spouse or somebody special and, you know, see what their answers are. I think it would be a, a fun little uh, exercise for you. And, you know, hit us up on the, the Instagram and let us know how it goes.
1: Yeah, that'd be so cool.
0: Yeah. But, uh, you know, that's going to do it for today's episode. If you like this episode, please do us a favor and help us spread the message. You can do this by writing a review or simply by sharing this episode with a friend. And remember, sharing sparks a conversation, conversation leads to action, and action is how we're able to live a happy and intentional as hell lifestyle. We want to thank you all for listening today, and we will talk to you again next week.
1: See y'all later.